I'm Emily Hirsch, and this is the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Attention innovators, influencers, creators, and game-changing entrepreneurs, your internet domination begins right here. We are the powerhouse marketers that you've been looking for. You're already making waves in your industry, and we're here to help amplify those waves of change by creating a connection that cuts through the noise. We take everything you've built inside your zone of genius and find its audience. With killer strategy and laser eye for impact, we launch multi-million dollar campaigns and skyrocket your reach online. And now we are doing the unheard of. We're unveiling everything we've learned, taking you behind the scenes with the Hirsch Marketing Team and giving away the secrets to our clients' success. Stay tuned for top converting strategy, ROI reports, and insider knowledge that you won't find anywhere else. You're changing the world and we're the team to help. Hello, everyone. I hope everyone had an amazing Christmas. This will be releasing um, the day after Christmas. So I hope you guys are all relaxing. And I just love Christmas. It's my favorite holiday. So I'll be in California with my family. And I love being at my mom's house. It's just like so cozy. And I love it. So I hope you guys all had an amazing holiday. Um, Of course, if you celebrate Christmas and if you don't, I hope you're enjoying the time off while people take time off (laughs) because that's how it works. But um, today I'm hoping to give you an episode that will kind of inspire you when you're thinking because we're all going to be in the mindset now and probably before this um, about 2020 and like what are our business plans? What are our goals? What are the projects we want to work on? And I think that a lot of people focus on their sales and marketing like that front end like how do I get more people in you know we're a marketing agency we focus a ton on that but I think it's a huge mistake to skip over thinking about also what am I doing with my nurturing and my retention and that plays into marketing too like you can't have really good marketing and like get all these people into a leaky bucket where you're just losing them Or you have marketing where you're getting leads and you're selling like a small percentage of them, but then, you know, they, they are, the rest of them are just kind of sitting there and you're like wasting money because you're focused so hard on like getting that initial lead in and selling them and, and getting that result that you kind of forget about the other pieces. And so I think it's a massive mistake, um, you know, to really focus on, just sales and marketing, but it's also really easy to do because they're like huge things in your company. And so as you're thinking about your 2020 and as you're thinking about um, what like your company and what you're going to work on and your goals, I would highly encourage you to look at obviously front end marketing and your sales. So like, you know, how are we going to get more leads? How many leads do we want this year? Um, what are we going to drive those leads into and what do I'm going to pay for them? Like all of those things that I talk about in terms of numbers that you absolutely, absolutely should be looking at. And then of course, sales too. What's our sales percentage? You know, do we need to improve that? Do we need to improve our process? Do we need to improve our, improve our close rate or the quality of leads we're getting? Or um, maybe it's on a webinar close to a product that you're, you're doing. So looking at all of those things and then coming up with projects to, you know, improve them. But as you're looking at those, also ask yourself, what in my delivery and my customer experience can I improve in 2020? Like, what can I do to deliver a better product or deliver a better service or, you know, coach my clients better? Whatever it is, look at that because so many people kind of skip over that. 
not intentionally, not because they don't care at all. Like that's not been my experience, but I mean, some people don't, but most people do. It's just like they put all this effort into their marketing and sales. They have none left to put into their delivery. And so in an ideal world, you're outsourcing a lot of your marketing and sales so that you can keep making your product better with your team and you can keep making that delivery better and the retention because we all have retention. Even if you have a one-time product sale, like if that person's going to come back and buy something for you is based around their experience from that one product. And I have one grown my, my business very like a a lot of it through referrals and through focusing on my delivery. And it wasn't until recently that I really took seriously our marketing to up level it for next year. But I never had time to because I did the opposite. I was focused so much on delivery just to like stay above water because I'm in, you know, the service industry. I never had time to focus on our marketing or on our agency's marketing, at least well, like we do projects, but I feel like I'd give like 80% to them. And I wanted, you know, I want to give more. And now I'm, that's been actually been able to be my focus, but people often do it the opposite, especially in the course industry, because like it doesn't matter, you know, if you're not getting sales on your webinar to your course, then the course can be crap and it doesn't matter, but you know, and I'm not saying the course is crap, but look at your 2020 and say, how can I improve our customer experience? Whatever that looks like, like what are some initiatives that I want to take this year to improve that? Because I promise you that it pays off so much to have that good reputation, those referrals coming in. And like in an, in an ideal world, what you're trying to build is a little bit of everything. So you want that paid traffic, you want referrals and people talking about your product and that like organic brand awareness growth that's going to happen through word of mouth and reputation and people having a good experience with your brand. And then you, you probably want, maybe you have another form of outreach, maybe you're do speaking or, um, you, you know, go in masterminds and you do networking or something like you have like little different ways that you're kind of growing your business, growing your brand and ultimately making sales. But a huge one is that like that correlation between customer experience and your delivery and your retention rate and sales and marketing. And like sometimes people have a hard time seeing those numbers because it might, it it is hard to track exactly like, okay, if I fix this thing in my delivery, how's it going to make me more money? But it does like it always pays off to better your delivery and your product. And I just way too many people in this industry don't care about their delivery, but also don't make the time to care about it. So it's not necessarily, again, I don't believe a lot of people are doing it intentionally, but I believe a lot of people don't outsource their marketing and sales to the point where they can fix their delivery. And this is true because how many times have we bought a course or signed up for a program or, you know, bought a service and it was disappointing and we were like, man, they had really good marketing that sold me and then the delivery was not good and now I'm not going to be one, a customer again for them, but also two, I am not going to recommend them. And that's super damaging. You don't want that in your brand. You want to make sure that you are constantly bettering your delivery so that that never happens to you. The second piece to this, so that's like retention, your delivery. So looking at 2020, how do we improve our delivery? How do we improve our customer experience so that we can have better retention so we can get that, you know, referrals, that word of mouth and just like grow in that way and give people that really good experience that they know they they signed up for based on my good marketing, right? 
The second thing is nurturing. And so the other piece is that I think entrepreneurs are really impatient with their results. And so a lot of times, like again, especially in the course industry or the coaching industry, like you want your funnel to be sign up for my webinar, like they booked their call or they bought and they did it within five days and you want it to be really fast. And I've been having this conversation a lot because I have a new amazing salesperson um, helping me in our company and she's all about like that fast close. She's like, if they don't close within, you know, X amount of time, like they, they most likely won't close. And while I agree with her, I also know that there's a percentage of people who will. So there's different types of people out there. There, there are those quick start people who are going to make decisions fast, who are, have the money to invest. They're going to pay today. They're going to pay tomorrow. Like they will be those fast buyers to get you those fast results. But then there's going to be those people who they might take six months. They might take a year before they are ready to work with your business and to buy your service or they've built enough trust or they've seen enough results and then they buy and you don't want to lose all of those people. And it's really interesting because we just did a, um, because of this new salesperson, I was like, you're making me really curious. I want to see what our average sales cycle is. And so I wanted to see like, what's the average time from when someone, um, has a call and then pays to become a client. And then I also wanted to see, and then how long had those people been on my list or in my world before signing up? And it's a mix. Like, like I said, there's people who find me from an ad, go to book a call and then sign up. Like, but then there's people who have literally been following me for two years and just hired us. And I talked to this, um, I was at an event like in a couple of months ago and this, this guy, he has a, I think it's like an eight or $9 million business, very successful. And he said, our average customer sales cycle, I think he said is 18 months. And I was like, wow, you know, like that's a long time. So ours came out to be 20 days. <laughs> so it's fast. Like that's the average. I did have some people though that it was like a year. They waited until they, they like talked to me a year ago. Then they came back and they signed on. That's kind of rare. But I do think like within that month, um, there's obviously some people who literally sign up that day or the next day after talking to us. And then there are some people who take like two or three weeks. Now, while you always want to close that gap, obviously, but also you have to keep in mind like those people who aren't going to be necessarily ready to make the decision today, but they might in a year from now. And if you have the patience for that and you're willing to like scoop up all of that opportunity as well as those quick start opportunity, you will make so much more money. And I think like not enough people are patient enough uh, for that. And the reason it's hard too is because most of you listening to this are like me, like we're self-funded like we don't have capital we have to make money fast like we can't be waiting 18 months to make a sale for everybody you know like that's just not doable because we don't have investments and and we're you know we are doing this all on our own and like putting money back into our own business so I totally get that but you're you're actually losing money if you don't focus in on the nurturing so what you need to look at here and looking at 2020 and your goals is how am I going to nurture my audience. And so for for me, what that after I talked to that guy, I was inspired to go like, what does my nurture sequence look like so that I'm consistently 
Like with this email list that I build, I'm consistently like nurture, 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 and then have something like a a way for them to book a call and then do it again and like a process behind that. And so when I built out um, the marketing playbook, which I talked about um, in episode 135 of the podcast, you should totally listen to it if you haven't because it was so good um, about what I built out for our marketing department. But I, I made a process for that. Like how do we nurture our regular leads? Because they're sitting on my list. I already paid probably in some way to get them on there. Of course, some are organic but I paid to get them on here somehow. And now I want to make sure I capitalize on an opportunity that if they're ready in six months to book a call and buy, I'm staying top of mind. So I wrote a plan of like, you know, our nurture series, our nurture sequence looks like this and it's not automated. This is our, this is our week by week, like nurture. It's like we do podcasts and then we're going to throw in different um, calls to actions that are very strategic timed, you know, every quarter, every month, like different ones. And so that's one way. And then also building it into your funnel is another way. So that's not as automated because that's like, what do I do with my list that I've built? The automated piece is like the people coming into your funnel. And so does your email sequence stop like after a webinar and like you have that initial sales pitch and then does it just stop and they go on your regular email list or what happens there and what we do and what we recommend for all of our clients is we build in a 90-day nurture sequence that has intentional nurture emails so it's like talking about what they didn't buy um talking about student success stories there's value in them but it's still seeding what you do and building that trust. And then it actually has like flash sales in it. So they have another opportunity to buy twice in, within the 90 days. And you'll be so surprised like that snowball effect that happens um, with that is is really powerful because you've got that percentage of people who are going to sit on there and they might not buy, you know, initially, but they might buy in 90 days from now. Then they go on your main list and you continue to nurture them. And so you have to continue to like make offers to your main list in a strategic way so you can capitalize on those people. And paying attention to this will really pay off because you're going to build that following of like really loyal followers and people who, um, care about trust your brand and believe in your brand and then we'll buy from you when it makes sense from them and you just have to make sure you're one strategically nurturing and then two strategically like pitching to them and I don't want to say pitching because it's kind of a gross word but like giving them how they can sign up with you or what they need to do to take action because if you just nurture and you send out like a regular newsletter you know email Nobody uses newsletters anymore, but like I would call it that, you know, our podcast email, it goes out regularly to our list. If you just do that, then people aren't going to remember like, oh, I need to book a call or like, oh, they offer this service. You still have to be strategic with actually like, quote, pitching. I don't want it to sound like that because I don't know, people have, (laughs) I don't like that connotation because you're not like hard pitching these people, but you're giving them the way that they can sign up with you, the way you can help them more so that the right people will sign up with you and will do that, if that makes sense. So to summarize right here, don't ignore your nurturing and your retention. Like do not just focus on your front end sales and marketing. It will work for a while. It will probably continue to work, but it will be like a leaky bucket because you're going to be losing money. That's really like you've already paid to get those leads. Um, you've already paid to get those customers. Those are like for re- for retention, like those are like the best the customers who already paid you and love you and believed in you enough to pay you like keep them because you've already they've made it to the end so if you have poor retention everything's gonna feel harder so 
pay attention to your nurturing, pay attention to your retention and include that in your planning for next year. A lot of us just focus on like the new launch we're going to do, the new, you know, marketing plan or funnel we're going to build or whatever it is, but also pay attention to this because you might have low hanging fruit that you can make a lot of money with by focusing on and you're missing out because you're not kind of like directing your attention to that way. So I hope this podcast gave you guys some ideas. Um, If you're looking at partnering with a marketing team and you want done for you marketing support and Facebook and Instagram ads, Hirsch Marketing is the best out there. My team is incredible. We have amazing strategies, amazing intel, and you can go to helpmystrategy.com to apply to work with us. Thanks for listening to the Hirsch Marketing Underground Podcast. Go behind the scenes of multi-million dollar ad campaigns and strategies, dive deep into the Hirsch process, and listen to our most popular episodes over at hirschmarketingunderground.com. If you loved this episode of the podcast, do me a favor and head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review so we can reach more people and change more lives with this content. That's all for now, and I'll catch you next time.